Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Between Me and God, a podcast where we talk about how you can grow a personal relationship between you and God, not a relationship that's by way of your mother, your father, your grandmother, your pastor, nobody, but a relationship between you and God. And today's episode is titled The Torture of Unforgiveness. Now this, I ain't gonna lie, I've been sitting on this for a little minute, but the Lord has called me to release it to the saints, okay? And it's really a full circle moment because, you know, we just came off of the two parts of what to expect on our journey. And we discussed um, being in the dungeon season and how we can identify if we're in the dungeon because God still has some work to do in us there or if we're prolonging our dungeon season. And this is very relevant because for some of us, the unforgiveness is what's prolonging our dungeon season. So this is a very, 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 very crucial episode um, just for your lives in general, not just if you're in the dungeon season, but in any portion of your life the torture of unforgiveness is, is this is an episode that will be applicable to ensure that as we're doing soul checks and we're checking on our soul and we're checking and doing inventory of the seasons that we're in, it's always a good idea to check if there's any unforgiveness. Okay. So that is what we are going to be talking about today. First, I want to, um, of course, invite ladies who are listening, um, invite you to join women who will ministries, super excited about what God is doing in the ministry and how we are growing. We now have opportunities and options for you to donate into the ministry as we are, um, definitely called to help women, um, women, um, widows, single mothers, those who are experiencing, um, domestic violence situations. We're also called to help serve the children, the orphans. Um, and we're a ministry. We, I do want to just say that we are a ministry that we take care of our own. So we are looking, your donations go to taking care of women within the ministry, as well as other um, nonprofit causes and organizations as well. So we do take care of home. We're not going to be like how the church be helping everybody over in Africa, but won't help people in their backyard. Okay. Come on somebody. So I'm um, really excited about that. So you can definitely find us at womenwhowillministries.org. If you do want to give and donate into the ministry. So getting back into the episode for today, the torture of unforgiveness. Now we've all pretty much heard that we need to forgive. We all know that it's something morally that we should do, that forgiveness is good for us. And we've all even heard, you know, forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person, but do we really know why? Have we really broken it down and gotten an understanding from scripture? So today what I'm going to break down is the why behind the behind the forgiveness and the result of withholding forgiveness. And then I'll also end with practically um, showing some practical steps for how you can choose forgiveness each day. That's what we can look forward to. So what we're going to get into, we are going to be reading from, one second, y'all, let me pull my scriptures up. We're going to be reading from Matthew. All right. So starting with Matthew 18, 22, I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Um, then Peter said unto him, well, I'm gonna start with 21. I'm sorry. Then Peter said to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him up to seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had began to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and his children all that he had and that payment be made. 
The servant therefore fell down before him saying, master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred dinar. And he laid him, he laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. And he would not and went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that he did. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not have also had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father will also do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother's trespasses. So that was Matthew 18, 21 through 35. So the first point that I want to make here that I'm going to dig in um, and go back over the story with you is that unforgiveness opens the door to torment. That's the first thing that I want to harp on. So basically in this story, which many of you may be familiar, if not, basically, as you can see, Peter is asking Jesus, how many times do you got to forgive? Jesus says 70 times seven. So basically to the point where you can't keep count no more, because who's going to remember that many times who's keeping a checklist. Um, so he says 70 times seven, so he doesn't keep track. And he said that the kingdom, um, the kingdom of heaven was, uh, is going to be like a, a master who settled accounts because a servant owed him um, all this money, um, owed him the 10 talents. He was going to have to sell his wife, his children, everything to be able to pay him. He begged him. He had compassion. The master forgave him. But then that same servant went and choked out one of his fellow servants who owed him some money, but he didn't have compassion. He put him in jail because he owed him. Then the master, um, then the master then tells him like, well, if I had compassion for you, why you didn't have compassion for him? And since you didn't, it said he handed him over to the torture until he could pay. And then Jesus says, my father will do the same to you. So unforgiveness opens the door to torment. Okay. It opens the door to torment. So that's the first thing that you really got, really got to understand as far as that's probably what you may have heard when you've heard, oh, forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. But are you aware that you are opening a door for torment on your life because of the debt that you have not forgiven from others? It's you who's being tormented when you choose to not forgive the debt. It's you who's being tormented. So that's the first thing that we got to know is we're taking inventory of the season that we're in. And we're wondering if we're in this, if we're wondering if we're in this dungeon season and we're supposed to still be in this dungeon season, are we in this prison, which is the same as dungeon, are we in this prison because we have unforgiveness still in our heart? Now, the second point, what I want to point out here is I believe a um, it's a reasonable misconception that we have about this scripture. It's easy to think that this scripture is referring to going to hell because that's what we equate torment to. But when we look at the fullness of the scripture and we look at what Jesus is saying and, and we also take into consideration the rest of what we know about salvation 
is that with unforgiveness, when you are a believer already, when you already have salvation, your unforgiveness, um, your forgiveness or your lack thereof is not tied to your salvation. Because we know that when we have salvation, that we are sealed until the day of redemption. So we know that nothing could separate us from his love. We know that there's no backseas. <laughs> we know that there's no backseas once we have salvation. So we're not referring to going to hell because you don't forgive. We're not referring to that. Because if that was the case, when he said, so, so my heavenly father also will do to each of you from his, um, from his heart, uh, so my heavenly father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. We know that when he was thrown in there and it said, um, and his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So that means he was going to be delivered to the torturers once the debt was paid. So we know that hell and heaven, that's an eternal thing. So if you go to hell, you don't just go to hell and, and do, serve a sentence and then you come to heaven. Scripture doesn't indicate that that's so. So we're not referring to your salvation when he's talking about handing you over to the tortures. We're talking about here on earth. We're talking about your soul, your living soul here. So that's important to know that this scripture is not referring to going to hell. Okay, that's very important to know. Because if we understand that, then we know the importance of why forgiveness is necessary right now. Not just, you know, getting around to it eventually once you're not mad anymore. Because as long as there is still a debt that somebody owes you, that door for torment is open. Okay? So we just want to make sure that we are clear on that, that that is keeping a door open for torment. So then I also want to go over to Matthew 5, 25, where it says to agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, the judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. You will be thrown into prison. <laughs> the adversary, that's the enemy. We know that he is um, that he is accusing us day and night of things, trying to get trying to get things to stick against us in the court of heaven. Okay. So when you don't forgive, when that unforgiveness is still out there, when someone still owes you something, when they still are indebted to you in some way. The adversary delivers you to the judge. The judge delivers you to the officer, which is the one who does the work. And you be thrown into prison. So are you in this dungeon season because of any unforgiveness? Is there torment that you're experiencing in some way? Torment in your mind, torment in your finances. What is opening the door? These are the type of things, the practical things that as you are growing your relationship with God and you're looking for things to make sense, we have to take these type of inventory check. This is how we really get into the scripture and we learn how to use it. We learn how to make things make sense to us as we're really digging into what is this actually saying? And a lot more things will make sense. Everything isn't going to make sense, okay? Everything isn't going to just make plain sense, but more things will make sense to us and we will avoid some things when we know how to use scripture and we know how to apply it. So this is so that we can take inventory of what's really going on and why is it happening and how do I get it to stop?
Okay. Which leads to the next point that I mentioned, I was going to practically break down how, how we can, um, ensure that we are forgiven. Cause many of us, we think that we've forgiven. And, but let me tell you a good indication that you have not forgiven is when you begin to talk about that situation or you begin to talk about that person and it may not make you as mad, but you still, you still want to know why you still need some type of explanation. You still want an apology. You still not going to talk to them until they do. These are small indicators just because you're not as mad anymore because time has passed. But a debt is something that someone owes. So if somebody still owe an apology, if somebody still owe an explanation, if somebody has to butter back up to you and they got to prove their stuff and all that before you render forgiveness, those are all red flags that unforgiveness is still lying there. And when you look at aspects of your life, is there torment happening because of some of these little things that you still have some unforgiveness there? So how do you forgive? You cancel the debt. Cancel the debt. And it really is that simple. It really is that simple because the forgiveness doesn't have anything to do the, the forgiveness doesn't directly have anything to do with the pain that you feel. What they did was wrong. The situation was bad. The situation was unfair. Remember what we did about unfairness. I'm going to still do, I'm going to still do an episode on that, that it isn't biblical. All of that, you feel the pain you're entitled to feel all of that is wrong. It's messed up. Nobody told you to be, you didn't see, nobody said you had to be happy about it. But what you do have to do is choose to forgive. And if you got to say it with your mouth, I, I forgive the debt. I hold nothing against you. You do not owe me an apology and it's going to hurt, but you're going to have to choose that intentionally each day. Get yourself out of those situations where you get to talking and complaining about the situation, all of that indication that you have not truly forgiven. And it's okay. There's going to be some days it's easier to forgive than others. But the point of this episode is for you to understand the severity and why you have to forgive. Things are going wrong in your life and you sitting in this dungeon all because of the unforgiveness, the unforgiveness, the debt that they still owe you. And remember the compassion that your father has for you each and every time, each and every time. We all fall short of the glory. He had compassion for us. This is why we don't actually have to continually ask for forgiveness because we didn't lose our forgiveness when he ultimately forgave us and we received salvation. Scripture doesn't indicate that. When he died on the cross, the sins of our soul, the sins were nailed to the cross with him. The debt of our sin was nailed to the cross. He forgave our debt. And that is why we have to forgive others. And in serving a just God, a God of order, things like unforgiveness can't go unchecked in his kingdom. Because of what his son did on the cross. That, that can't go unchecked. He can't allow his children to be out here not give, not rendering forgiveness when his only begotten son died just for that. <laughs> died just to forgive us so that we could be in right relationship with the father. And then them same kids who he died for are out here not giving forgiveness, not having compassion. 
It can't go unchecked. That is why a God of order, a just God will hand you over to the torturer. Okay. So you're going to have to choose to make that decision. Choose forgiveness every day. And the, the smallest things choose forgiveness. Nobody owe you no explanation on nobody. owe you no apology. That might be a little cherry on top. If God leads people to do that, but go, go make things right. If you know you did other people wrong, don't let time just go by. If you have the opportunity, if people are still alive and you can go make things right with them, not saying that you got to go be friends, not saying you got to go get back with your ex. I ain't saying none of that. Okay. We still going to, we ain't going to throw wisdom out the window. Okay. But agree with your adversary quickly. Okay. Somebody out there got something again. Agree with them quickly. Girl, don't be looking crazy when things is, things is going crazy around you close that door. Today, I urge you, close the door. Choose forgiveness, okay? So I hope this blessed you. If it bless you, please let it bless somebody else. Don't keep this goodness to yourself. I love y'all. Again, you can follow the podcast between me, underscore, and God. You can follow my personal page, underscore, Amber Sherelle. You can follow the ministry page, Women Who Will Ministries. And you can also find us, um, find our website, womenwhowillministries.org. Download some free Bible studies to really dig into the word and get understanding and learn how to practically apply these scriptures. They don't do us no good just knowing some scripture, child. All right. So love y'all. See y'all next time.